The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. Sorry about that. No problem. Wipe that off. There you go. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and a bunch of stuff Apple announced this week. Yes, indeed. And some other things, too. And some other things. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we will roll through the news, and I have a few tips about teaching yourself how to read music through free or inexpensive apps that you can find online. Nice. I like that. Yes. So, before we get to the news, do you have any Kaiser moments to share? No Kaiser moments, except I saw Captain Marvel, and yeah, the the, the cat totally stole the movie. I love Completely Goose. Completely stole that movie. I love the fact that it was a prequel. And it, it, you know, it had Ronan in it and it, it, it tied everything together neatly. And you had to stay till the very, 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 very end of the credits. Yes, yes, to the very last. Because then it made sense. Yes. You know, they, the, the, the last Easter egg really tied everything together for literally pretty much all the movies. Yeah, the, the, the very integral part. And I, I felt too because Avengers Endgame is coming out at the end of April. Yes. This one was sort of the tee that the football was sitting on where they oh, come yeah. through and kick the Avengers football. Yep. Yep. Uh, but it could stand on its own. And yes, it stood it on its own some... very well. Yeah. I mean, Brie Larson was perfect. I mean, that they, they, they turned some stuff up on its head. Caught me by surprise. Yes. Like Marvel and all that stuff. All those 90s retro tech yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the 90s jokes. When I saw Alta Vista, I was like, wow. Yes. I almost told the person next to me who I didn't know at all because the theater was pretty full. I used to work for them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and, and well, it takes you back to this was the time before Google. Oh, yes, it was. Yes, yes it was absolutely the time before Google. All right. Well, you know, the weather's getting better. The movies are getting more fun. Hopefully yes. we're done with winter now. I hope so. It was very splody. It was a very splody Oh, yeah. Movie. Lots of splody, twisty, yeah, yeah, turny, yeah, yeah. planey kind of thing. Yeah. Some space, some firehead stuff. Yeah, she was a badass. Yeah. Captain Marvel's a badass. Yes. Uh, and, you know, Samuel L. Jackson was good, too. Yeah. I mean, he was, they finally gave him something to do other than glower yes, and, and be angry. glum and be angry. Yeah. Yes. Now, are you going to go see the Shazam movie, which everyone said, oh, DC is finally having fun with its characters, even though Captain Marvel, Shazam, and this yeah. uh, was not traditionally a DC character. I think they bought it from Fawcett Comics. but uh, Yeah, no, it was definitely a Fawcett comic. But, but I saw the trailer for it and I thought, oh, they're trying to kind of get a little ant. Man, yes, goofy vibe. Definitely here. trying to get a goofy vibe, but I got to tell you, the guy, the suit takes me out of it. He really? looks, it looks like a fat suit. Yeah, to be honest, it really padded does muscles. That sort of totally thing. padded muscle outfit. I am not buying it at all. Yeah, they needed somebody like super buff. Plus, I kept thinking the guy is, is not him. But I kept thinking it was Seth MacFarlane in the, in the suit. <laughs> For the you know, the sort of smart alecky kind yeah, of superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. No, but the thing is, you had to play. You had to get someone who's an aw shucks type. Yeah, and I guess that's really difficult to get somebody who's like super buff and aw shucks. Everyone's so cynical these days. Yeah, no, that's true. That's absolutely true. I that might be a Netflix view. Yeah, the special effects did look better than the Shazam Isis Power Hour <laughs> of the seventies. Uh, Don't diss the Power but, Hour. But yeah, I think it's going to be a rental uh, for me too. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, there's so much to see. And because movies are a significant financial commitment, yes. especially in New York City, you really mm-hmm. got to be picky you if do. you don't want to go broke. So. Yes, that is and true. if you don't have the AMC stubs that whatever you know, you get the, the Yeah, whatever the thing is. Thing. We'll see. But, you know, there's so many movies coming out. You know, sure. Because uh, the summer it used to be Memorial Day weekend, and now they've really backed that up oh, to please. mid to early April to really start the, the march of the big popcorn action pictures. 
Yeah, what are you talking about? It's March, and they start. Oh yeah, I guess Captain Marvel. You could say that they really kicked it off there. That's right. So I I guess every every month is Popcorn Month. Oh yeah, every month is Popcorn Month. I like that. That should be a T-shirt slogan. Yeah, let's go to Zazzle and get. You just need to, you know, get away from the world. Yes, this is very true. Always a good idea. Yes. So shall we uh, do some news? Apple yeah. was very chatty. Out yes, in, they uh, were. In, in their big fancy Steve Jobs theater yes. uh, with their presentations. Um, and the famous peoples. Yeah, the famous peoples who are going to be doing some yeah. Apple original content. I believe Steve Carell. Uh, really? Reese Witherspoon oh, and uh, Jennifer Aniston. Who, I, th- I, th- I think uh, Steven Spielberg there. And, yeah, uh, yes, and I think J.J. Abrams always turns yeah, out. Yeah, J.J. Lens Flare Abrams was there. Yes, so all of this to highlight the fact that Apple's working with pros here. They're not doing community theater and putting it on you know, digital video. See, you know what? Community theater I would have paid for. Yeah. <laughs> I would have definitely paid some of that, for it. It's from the heart. It too. is from the heart. Yes, but it all leads back to that question that Apple's been facing all year and we've been kind of nagging them about too. It's like, what do you do when your hardware sales begin to slip? And we've been noticing the iPhone, mm-hmm. not as much rabbit interest, iPads, sure. meh. meh. They kicked out what a, a, an iPad a Pro Update and a Mini just kind of like as an afterthought yeah. uh, that we talked about. That's not even the main event anymore. It's like, oh yeah, before we get to the good stuff, here's a couple of new hardware bits for you. Yes. So, uh, so, so they had this event. And they introduced, uh, I would say, four major things. This was the March 25th uh, event, uh, Apple TV+, Plus, Apple News+, Plus, Apple Arcade, and Apple Card. The aforementioned celebrities uh, were on hand there, too. Tim Cook was doing his thing. I'm going to let you guess which one of those I am slightly interested in and I, which other ones I am not going near. I'm going to tiptoe out on this branch here and mm-hmm. say maybe Apple Arcade. Ding, 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 ding. Chicken dinner. Yes. Yeah, so so uh, the, 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 the full details, I think, are still under development, but we, we will we will mention what it's about, and yes. I think the certain elements uh, will appeal to you. Uh, the video streaming service, I think, was the big thing. Everyone right. had been kind of... Wondering how they were going to do this, Apple TV Plus, this is an overhauled version of the company's TV app, and there is also going to be a a new video subscription service that you can get uh, through this app, Mm -hmm. all full of exclusive original shows, movies, and documentaries. I believe there's a version of Sesame Street that teaches kids computer coding, also in the lineup, there's a big bird, uh, you know, wanging out some code there. Not Um, the real big bird. The yeah, big yeah. bird has retired. Yes, yes. The the inherited, the mental yes. big bird uh, yes. is out there. Now, pricing for the subscription service with all the original content wasn't announced yet, and they're not expecting that until the fall. Right. The new TV app itself, though, which is sort of going to be the umbrella for all of these new video things, that's coming in May, and Apple describes it thusly. This app will offer suggestions for shows and movies from over 150 streaming apps, including Amazon Prime and Hulu, as well as pay TV services like uh, Canal Plus, Charter Spectrum, Direct Now, and PlayStation View. No word on the pricing there. I think there was some talk that they were going to have like $9.99 subscriptions for right. some of the popular services. Still uh, working some of that stuff out there. Now, the movies and TVs for sale or rent that you used to go to the iTunes store to get mm-hmm. on your various devices, those are all going to move into sale on the TV app. So ah. the TV app is going to be the place where you go for, gotcha. I guess, anything you, you want to watch. And uh, this will be available on iOS, uh, tvOS, which is the Apple TV mm-hmm. software, and macOS. Uh, it's also headed to Samsung Smart TVs beginning this spring. 
And on uh, the Amazon Fire TV, the Roku box, LG streamer, Sony, and Vizio platforms uh, later down the line. So Interesting. This is breaking out. It's not just on Apple hardware anymore. This wow. is going to be on various other devices. They've cut deals with these manufacturers. Wow. I wonder if they're paying 30%. <laughs> yeah, I, I, people might be getting some revenge here. It's like, yeah, you know your Apple store. Yeah, you know you sure. charge me to put my thing in there. Yeah. Yes, so that's the video streaming, the the outlines of it, and we'll have uh, links to all the press releases so so you can read and see all the pictures and the coverage. Now, for those who like to read things that look like printed publications, Apple's News Plus subscription will offer content for more than 300 magazines and newspapers, all for $9.99 a month there in the U.S. If you're in Canada, you're going to pay $12.99 for that. Right. Now, in addition to uh, plenty of major magazines on tap, you know, Rolling Stone, Wired, a bunch of Condé Nast books, subscribers can read newspaper content from the Wall Street Journal, the Los Angeles Times, and the Toronto Star, among others, but not the New York Times nor the Washington Post. That's right. And uh, from what I understand, the content is not premium from the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. They're going to keep stuff behind their paywall. Yeah, because they have had a formidable paywall forever now. I think they were one of the first newspapers to put one up and... Made money. So, so that's the magazine newspaper service. Right. Now, uh, as one may expect, and the one that you're interested in, Apple Arcade is the company's video game service that's going to be coming out this fall with more than 100 new and exclusive games and special features from major game studios, all to lure you in. The new games uh, will be added to the service regularly, too, so you're not going to just have like 100 games and nothing ever updates. So you're going to add new stuff. The content will work on iPhone, iPad, uh, the Mac, Apple TV, and you can pick off where you left off in a game. So you right. started on one device, you moved to another, and uh, it's all going to be without ads. So uh, you, you get sort of ad-free. Ah, but you left out the most important part. Well, I was going to leave that for you. No in-app purchases. Ah, yes. The, the that's, no what that's what they're claiming. As of now, the claim is that there will be no in-app purchases for these games. I'm you gonna wait and see. Just I'm to make gonna sure. wait and see. I'm cautiously optimistic because honestly, the reason I don't game much on the iOS platform is because of this freemium model. I I, I can't stand it. I refuse to. It it does it literally nickels and dimes you. It literally uh, nickels the, and dimes you, and I, it makes the gaming experience. It, it just ruins it. Yeah, absolutely ruins it. And I guess this is an evolution. Remember they went to that Game Center a few iOS versions ago mm-hmm. trying to have this thing where you just logged in and all your games would be in there and you can see leaderboards and they were trying to add community to it. Correct. And I guess maybe they're building upon that. I never really got into Game Center all that much. No, I'm, I'm not no, did I. like hardcore everyday gamer. So I would sort of, yeah, I'll go back when I feel like it or if I'm waiting for something. But right. But this appears to be a much more focused effort. On this is gaming. definitely a focused effort. And interesting, again, they're taking an existing idea. Yes. And making it an Apple idea. They're Appleizing. They're Appleizing it. Absolutely. Yeah, and they've got some major game creators and uh, developers on board here, some of the big studios. But, so but, it's not going to be ticky tacky stuff. But, but did I mention no? In-app purchases. Yes. Okay. They should make that be the Kaiser seal of approval. That should. Like, if it has this, then you know you're not going to be hounded That's for right. That's right. You know what? I'm going to Zazzle right now and making a t-shirt. All right. Right now. Okay, get your logo ready. That's right. All right. So so that, that'll be out this fall. Uh, and then the, the other thing in the big four that they announced was the Apple Card, hmm. which is a fancy new no-fee digital credit card that sits in the Apple Wallet app on the iPhone. And now after the customer signs up for said Apple Card, it works like Apple Pay and shows users real-time views of their latest transactions. 
spending pattern charts and graphs and the current balance like right there in the app so you can right. see, oh, I've really gone hog wild with my spending this month is if you're using the Apple Card for your purchases. Kind of a new venture for them. Those who use the Apple Card to buy stuff will get a percentage back of every purchase as daily cash. Or as Apple says, unlike other cashback rewards, daily cash is added to the customer's Apple cash card each day and can be used right away for purchasing uh, using Apple Pay. So you basically funnel it back in. Mm-hmm. You put that toward your Apple Card balance, or you can also send cash to friends and family and messages like you can do now with the the Apple Cash Pay thing. Now, uh, Apple is not a bank and, and no. does not have a lot of experience in the financial industry, so they are partnering with Goldman Sachs and MasterCard on the whole payment network uh, part yeah. of this thing. For those places, you know, those pesky places that don't take Apple Pay or any of the mobile mm-hmm. pay, the NFC options, they're also making a physical titanium version of the Apple Card. See, now, is the card made out of titanium? Because then I'd be interested. Uh, it's, it's probably not, a, right? a titanium coating. Uh, uh, but I, I haven't seen it yet, but they, they say there is going to be a physical version for the places where you still have to stick the card and the chip into a reader. Yeah, but they don't give you as much cash back. That's what I hear. Yeah, yeah. So so this is all in the move to, to go to the digital credits. and Again, they take an existing idea and appleize it. Really brilliant move for that instant cash back stuff. Yeah. Because... The other credit card companies, let's be honest, the other banks make you jump through hoops. Yeah, you, you have to sign up to you get have your to 5% sign up, back, then and then you gotta, have to remember to do it. We got you got to remember to do it. They'll send you an email, and if you don't do it, they cut it off, and you lose that money. Brilliant move. They appleize this too. Yeah, so. I wouldn't do it to be honest with you. Again, I, I've I, we've talked about it on the show. I am no longer an early adopter of this stuff, but the game system, the arcade, definitely interested in the card. Yeah, now do you use convenient. Apple Pay on your phone rarely, or like buy stuff? On very you? rarely. I just don't. I haven't trained my brain to do that yet. You know what I mean? Like my first instinct is always to go for my wallet. Yeah, my yeah, because you know old school. Yeah. I actually used it a lot in Europe because a lot of that places in Europe have the contactless yeah. payment. Yep. It makes the whole will my chip card work in this or not. Right. It's just boom on the phone. And it, you, you don't have to worry about, you know, somebody stealing your credit card number. Yeah, or it's got that unique card. thing and yeah. the and the data stored on the secure chip on the phone. Right. So I once I remember it's there, I've been using it. And to be honest, of any of the companies out there, Apple has a reputation to be safer than other organizations. It may not <laughs> be true. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But am I am I comfortable enough giving them my financial information? I don't know. Yeah. More of my financial information, yeah. obviously. So that's uh, on the way there. Uh, Interesting. We'll, we'll have uh, links to the pretty press releases and some of the, the news media coverage on that. I will say, though, after the announcement, stock market didn't react that well. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're still remembering those heady days. Yeah, they sure are. New and, iPhones and fancy and I, hardware. And you know what? Apple's not going to get out of that. They're, that's always going to dog them. I mean, any other company announcing something like this, it would be like, wow, this yeah. is f- phenomenal. For Apple, it's a Monday. It's like, you know, Apple, you know, after Abbey Road, you know, right. you got to keep producing. That's exactly have, right. Know, that's a the great hits. example. Great, a perfect example. Yes. Yeah, so, so we're moving on out of the Apple orchard here. Yes. Uh, for those who do not care about the company, let's move on. And Nintendo Switch console could be getting an upgrade this summer. Wow. And uh, the popular versatile handheld slash living room console may also be getting a smaller and less expensive sibling that's going to be portable only. Nobody's confirmed this, but these are things that are coming out of the gaming industry mm-hmm. with new hardware, usually new games as well. Now, yes. do you do Nintendo Switch? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the biggie at home now. Yeah, well, it's, it's so you, you can 
play on the TV or yeah. play where you're going, right? Absolutely. And, uh, it's it's very convenient. The whole family play? The whole family. All right. So so it could be new hardware. Uh, and and I'm not going to tell the little ones that. Yeah, okay, well, then the you'll never hear yeah. the end of it. Yeah, exactly. But uh, keep, keep an eye on the market I there. I sure will. Now to the micro-mobility beat. The mobility beat. Yes. Electric scooters yes. starting to become more ubiquitous. They are making progress with municipal governments over the regulations and permits needed to legally operate in certain cities. Well, hold on a second. These aren't the electric scooters like they use at Disney World where the old people get on? No, no. no. This is not Walmart. Right. These are the, the cute little scooters that you can jump on ah, and yeah, take yeah, across yeah, town yeah, and yeah, then just you. leave it wherever. And Yeah, they're yeah, sort of you. like the city bikes and all of that right. uh, environmentally healthier Modes of transportation in the urban uh, environment. Um, but these are electric, right? Yeah, they're electric, so yeah. you don't have to, to get out and push. Anyway, you know, Bird, Lime, Spin, there's a ton of these uh, scooter companies. But right. the city of Los Angeles has agreed to allow them as long as the scooter companies give the city location data from the GPS units on each scooter. Hmm. The city says it needs this data for planning purposes and not because L.A. wants to know where you've been. <laughs> But in a statement, the Los Angeles Department of Transportation said route information is provided to the city after the trip has completed and within 24 hours, and it doesn't include the name, age, gender, or address of the user from the, the scooter account. The agency also said LADOT is asking companies to provide the start trip and end trip of every single vehicle as trips start and end to make sure the scooters are being parked legally and within the terms of their permits. However, those with privacy concerns were concerned. Yeah. I, 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 as you were reading this, I'm like, yeah, not going to do it. Yeah, yeah. The city of L.A. knows that I got on this scooter here what? and went here and, and you know, because it's, it's sort of like how with, when you pay for a um, metro card with a credit Absolutely. card, yeah. they can tra- trace that back to you. Yes, of course. Not that you're doing anything bad, but no. maybe you just don't want the municipal government to know your business. I, that's absolutely true. That's yeah. absolutely true. I mean, if I'm in my car driving around Los Angeles... They can't track me. Unless you've got sort of an easy pass or something. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, but yeah, if you're just going about your business and not <sighs> running any red lights or tripping those uh, stoplight cameras. This stuff is not cool, man. It's not yeah, cool. Well, what can I know, say? We're in a surveillance society. It is indeed. Um, so so that, that's what's going on with the scooter folks. Now, in other privacy concerning news, Facebook. Facebook. Left 200 million to 600 million Facebook user passwords stored in plain unencrypted text on an internal server where up to 20,000 Facebook employees from all over the company could see them. I better change my password. Oh, oh wait, you ditched Facebook. Yes, I did. You were the smart one. I'm <laughs> still there. <laughs> Now, uh, some of the exposed data went back to 2012, but you don't have your account anymore. No, so, so it's cool. You don't care? I don't care. So if you haven't quit Facebook entirely, the rest of you out there, and if you also haven't changed your password recently, maybe now's a good time. Yeah, you may want to. Brian Krebs of the Krebs on Security blog was among the first to report the lax privacy, or the latest uh, version of the lax privacy latest, uh, yes. roulette. And uh, said this was discovered in January 2019 when security engineers reviewing some new code noticed the passwords were inadvertently logged in in plain text. And, and oops. Oopsie. Yeah. So so there's Facebook looking out for you again. Oh, yeah. There you go. And uh, makers of the family locator app used by parents uh, to keep electronic tabs and uh, on the whereabouts of their children and yes. vice versa yes. via location data. They've had their own breach. Uh, TechCrunch and other users report the app's back-end database leaked the real-time location data of more than 238,000 users, and anyone out there who knew where to look for this data could see it. Nice. Profile data and passwords in plain text were also available for the peaking. Lovely. Uh, TechCrunch said it verified the situation by downloading this app and signing up using a dummy email address, and then uh, because they knew where to look. 
They reported within seconds our real-time location appeared as precise coordinates in the database. <laughs> so they so they did some testing there. I was like, yeah, that's a leak. Yeah, yeah, that's a leak there. So uh, if you use Family Locator, uh, maybe see if the company's got any uh, announcements or updates for you on that situation. Yeah. And uh, also if you have an Asus computer, oh boy, listen up. Researchers at Kaspersky Lab say hackers... Crack the company's automatic software update tool and use it to install malicious backdoor software on thousands of Asus customers' computers last year. The malicious file was uh, signed with the legitimate Asus digital certificates to make it appear like an authentic software update from the company. Right. But, yeah, maybe... Not the, so much. Yeah, the, the run a scan if you haven't lately or oh. uh, just see what that thing's up to. Yes. You know, it's it's the security things uh, we need oh, to... Boy. Oh, here's a slightly uh, brighter note. Okay, slightly. Um, if you like Microsoft's browser anything. software, as we yeah. reported earlier. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Microsoft's uh, browser software. You yeah. said this was going to be a happy thing. Well, it's happy for, you know, the few people who liked Edge. Oh. Um, now, uh, as we reported on an earlier show, Microsoft has decided to toss out the underpinnings of the Edge browser, which few people liked. Right. And they're going to rebuild the whole thing based on Google's Chromium code. Yeah, shiny Chromium. Yeah, so the Verge website reports that it got a sneak peek at the new version of Edge that someone apparently leaked a few screenshots. And uh, said that the new browser looks a little bit like Chrome, but Microsoft's designers are adding some Windows decoration to the interface so that it looks a little bit more like the old Edge browser. And they're throwing in like accessibility options like the read aloud feature. So Microsoft is taking a Google product and trying trying to make it a Microsoft one with some decorations With a pay job, basically. Yes, uh, no word on when this will be available to the public, though. Okay, well. I I know you're on the edge of your seat for that. Yeah, I'm waiting. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, Chromium, I mean, it's it's, it's a smart move. Nobody liked Edge. Yeah, and it wasn't compatible with a lot of stuff. And nobody, you know, the whole extensions thing will not, yeah. So so we'll see if if this brings Microsoft's uh, computers uh, Maybe people will stop using Firefox and just getting Chrome themselves and maybe try the default installed browser that Microsoft will, of course, push to the nth degree. I wonder if people are still using IE. I'm sure there are a few. Internet Explorer fans out there? Yeah. Aficionados? Yes. Wow. You know, they don't like to change. Of course. Yes. And finally, and finally, rogue drones interfering with operations at major airports has become an increasing problem, but Dublin Airport is trying a new tactic. Oh, good. Okay, here we go. You had me there for a second. Yeah, no, no, As soon as you said rogue out. drones, I was like, yeah, oh, here no, we go. no, no, no. Uh, now, the airport has put up uh, flyers around asking hobbyists and aviation buffs, you know, the people who just watch the airport, the planes flying in and out anyway. Enthusiasts? Yes, enthusiasts. They're asking these folks to help play their part to protect the traveling public. Same, we are asking you to report any sightings of drones around the airfield and to call 999, which is their 911. Right. Immediately, if anyone does see one of the remotely controlled fly machines near the airport, they should uh, note the direction the drone came from. And if you're able to take a picture of it as well, this will help identify it as part of a criminal investigation. So they are Tom Sawyer and you know, mm. whitewashing the fence with go. drone policing on their airport. And But knowing some aviation, like my grandfather used to go out to the Indianapolis yeah. airport yeah. just to watch the planes land and take off because yeah. he was in the Army Air Corps during the war. There you go. And he loved that. And there are a lot of guys like that sure. and people who just love to watch airports. Somebody spotted Air Force One flying out of an a airport and took a picture so they knew mm-hmm. that when they were going out for that Iraq trip a couple of months ago, somebody saw the plane on the way. So. Nice. 
There are people who will do this, and there are probably people who will feel a patriotic duty to help protect against rogue drones. So why don't they just shoot it out of the sky? Well, oh, you know, there's probably some gun laws uh, too. But, it's not. It's not. It's but, not America. But but yeah, they're. But, but yeah, the 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 Irish aviation fans will, will nice. probably step it up here. They're all over it. All over it. See, that's a smart use of crowdsourcing. Yeah, that is crowdsourcing right there. Yeah, and and they are actually protecting the sure. public. So. Yes. So, uh, so, so, yay, Ireland. Um, Have they been deputized? Technically, they've been deputized. Well, I think so. You know, yeah. maybe you, you get like a badge if you, you know, report enough. Satin jacket. Got to have a satin jacket. Yeah, with, with a, you know, drone with a no That's sign. Right. Over. Yes. Uh, so uh, we will have links to that story and all the other ones we talked about, including Apple's various announcements. So you can find all that on our show page at poptechjam.com. Up next, we will talk about music. Now, a few years ago on this show, we talked about ways that you can teach yourself musical instruments or refresh your skills from childhood lessons or whatever. And uh, a lot of these sites and services we talked about are still there. So we'll have a quick little update. But one of the things that these apps tend to do is show you how to play. Right. And if you want to know the infrastructure, like how to read music or music theory, that's a whole other thing. Right. So... Some people don't care. They just want to learn how to play the cool riff and impress their friends. Other people want to know, well, how does harmony work? And a lot of that, I don't know if you saw the the Google Doodle uh, with Bach uh, the other week where it was actually this really cool game where if you clicked on the Google Doodle, it asked you to to click your own melody on a music staff and then – Using uh, the way that Bach created harmonies, it would create a four-part harmony based on the melody that you made and show you how the notes, you know, form the chord. And this is how harmony yeah, works. It was definitely awesome. Yeah, it was like a really educational Google Doodle, you yep. know, more, more so than the click here and get the bio of the person. This was an interactive that physically showed you how harmony works. Yep. So there are, are apps and courses out there that will do that. Uh, so if you are taking music lessons or want to know more. Or just enjoy music. Yeah, just enjoy music. Hit up your app store because there are a number of theory apps out there. And and some of music theory can be a little stodgy. A little dry. I know a lot of people who had to practice piano scales, hated it. I don't want to hear about the circle of fists. I can't deal uh, with this. I wonder if there's a place or someone who can tell us about these apps and which ones might be worthwhile getting. I might know someone. <laughs> Nice. Um, it's almost like we planned it. You know, just like that. Um, but uh, I, I would say if you are at all interested in doing that, yes. go to your app store. There are some good stuff. Earmaster for Windows, Mac, and iPad, which has a sliding price scale depending on the lessons that you want, mm-hmm. is actually one that's very popular. And it shows you on screen the basics of music. It's a very low-stress app. Hopefully it's more interesting than, like, your piano teacher when you were eight. Oh, boy. I mean, that's just one of the many. And if you uh, want to dive into a theory class, remember lynda.com? Yes. Yeah, that is now LinkedIn Learning because yes. I guess Microsoft bought them. They did. But if you sign up for a LinkedIn Learning account, um, you know, there's like 25 or $30 a month. And there's tons of other courses oh, you yeah. can learn. You can also find music theory classes and instrument instruction classes. Nice. It's another option. Um, there's also the Open University site. A lot of these college courses that were put online for free. Open University has a free introductory music theory course. I'll put a link to it uh, on the show page love if it. you want to learn just some really solid fundamentals there. I love learning stuff. So, so these are some of the theory apps that are out there. I played with Earmaster. I liked it a lot. If you to the point where, well, yeah, there's there, but I really just want to learn how to play. Mm-hmm. We can circle back to some of the apps that we mentioned the last time we, we talked about teaching yourself music. Circle away. 
Musician is a popular one. The guitar maker Fender has its own guitar uh, lessons app called Fender Play. That's smart. Very uh, smart. I think there's uh, one called True Fire that is primarily guitar, has a huge database of songs to learn. Mm. The Great Courses people, they also have music instruction downloads you can do. They're a little pricier, yeah, but... but they're there. But they're there. So, so they're out there. If you want to learn keyboard, simply piano, what you do is you download the app and you eventually need to bring your own keyboard. For the first couple of lessons, you can use the on-screen keyboard. Mm-hmm. But they want you to get a electronic keyboard or an actual piano. And what you do is you put the app up there and you follow along with the lesson... And you play, and it uses the microphone from your tablet to hear your playing, and then it will give you feedback on your performance. Ah, I believe Musician does something similar, and they've also got the whole community thing for people uh, to encourage each other with lessons and give advice. Oh, encouragement instead of trolling. Yes, instead of trolling. uh, You know, it could be, you know, bot-induced encouragement. If you are one of those ones who maybe you need a real person and not an animation. Yeah, sometimes I do. Tons of apps there. Artist Works is one that does sort of pre-canned lessons, but mm-hmm. they do a ton of instruments. You can get a French horn, right, right, right. all kinds of guitar, mandolin. Uh, and some of these are, are fairly famous musicians. I think Mike Marshall does the mandolin course. Wow. Uh, there's a guy from the Pittsburgh Symphony doing the French horn. So you can learn from the pros there. If you have a Mac and Garage Band, this is the Mac-only version. Mm-hmm. Apple used to charge you for famous people teaching you how to play their songs. Yes, they did. All those artist lessons are now free, and you can wow. get free lessons in uh, basic guitar and piano from your Mac-based Garage Band. There, awesome. If you wanted to do webcam lessons with, because you need real-time feedback right, from real-time real feedback. people, right, right, uh, right. that there are several sites out there. Lesson Face, which is based here in New York, Live Music Tutor, Musica, and Take Lessons, give you this catalog where you can search by instrument and then within that the instructor and find an instructor that you think you may work with. Prices will vary based on that teacher. Sometimes they'll give you a free sample lesson. But a lot of it is done over Skype or similar web chat thing where they show you how to play, you play back, they encourage you, it's all real and you're paying for this person's professional time and it's not a canned app. Nice. So, so another option there, but there are a lot of ways, and because summer's coming up and maybe we'll have a little more free time yeah. if you wanted to plow that into cultural enrichment uh, oh, yeah, with music, uh, either teaching yourself how to read music, how music theory works, or playing an instrument, we have some apps for you, and I will post a link to this on the website at bobtechtim.com. But now we have to go. Yes, we have to go. We have to thank the bros, though, first. Yes, thank you, bros. Thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. Build something with the bros if you think it. They'll probably build it. And thank you to the listeners yes, uh, for downloading you. us once again, streaming us, however you got us. We are uh, very appreciative of you uh, giving us we some of your indeed. time. We are indeed. Um, we do have a little announcement because oh, it's announcement. spring break season. Spring break, We are yes. off next week. Yeah, we're going to be in Miami doing uh, shots on the beach. No, we're not. Yeah, no, we're well, not. You're, you, yeah. you may be. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be yeah, elsewhere and, and you will be doing things. Yes. Um, but, but we'll take a little spring break here. Yes. Be back in mid-April yes, we uh, with, with all kinds of tech news. See who else has launched a TV service. But yeah, we'll see. We shall see. But, I mean, there's definitely going to be tech news. There'll be shenanigans. There'll be stuff. Yeah, and we're getting closer to Avengers Endgame. So yes, yeah, we can start, you know, talking about that. Yes, indeed. So uh, until the next couple of weeks, I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. Everyone have a fine party in spring break. <laughs> Shazam! Isis Hour. A full hour of exciting adventure with the world's most powerful mortals. Captain Marvel, champion of truth and justice. And Isis. 
dedicated foe of evil. Both together in the Shazam Isis Hour.